What radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee's Dan. Oh man, this place is weird. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me, yes, me, play at your next event. Coming up in the program... Oh, Lance Curtis, the Lance Curtis Band. I got Lance Curtis, Lawson Wayne, and their momager, Jennifer Karn, is going to be on the show. You get to hear them in your ears in the next few minutes. Kind of exciting. I'm excited to talk to them. Let's see. This week's shows I have, oh, at the uh, Thursday, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas, from 6 till 9 in the p.m. Why am I there? Well, for the video dance party karaoke jam, of course. It's a family-friendly show. They got the greatest barbecue anywhere, and they got frosty beverages for the adults in case you care to imbibe, but you know I keep the music family-friendly. That's in Russellville, Arkansas, Thursday night from 6 until 9. Could be there. (laughs) <laughs> it's a great after-school, after-work treat, the Old Post Barbecue, Thursday night, 6 to 9. And then on Friday, Friday, we'll be getting down on Friday, my usual Friday night show. It's the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That one starts at 8 p.m., and it goes until almost 2 in the am. Now, this one is over 21. They got the full bar, the kitchen, the pool tables. Oh, my goodness, they got a pool tournament on Friday nights. Oh, yeah, you could make some money on a Friday night playing pool yeah get your stick and go uh put those balls in the hole it's really easy to do well as far as i could see i'm usually on the other side of the room (laughs) with the video dance party karaoke jam portion of the show yeah i said karaoke it's a stage it's yours you're the stars of the show all i'm doing is pressing buttons playing the music for the people because the dance floor is also open so when there's no karaoke i play the dance music for the people to shake their booties you know have a good time yeah fun fun it's the rab friday night they also have shuffleboard and foosball and darts and giant jenga game and oh yeah there's always something to do while you're waiting to sing on stage at the rab yeah it's fun friday nights from eight until almost two in the am all right it's time to talk to the lance curtis band I get to call them right now. We're going to call Lance Curtis, uh, Lawson Wayne, and Jennifer Karn. And they're up in Batesville, if I'm not mistaken. So let's call them right now. Lance Curtis, please. Yes, sir. This is Lance Curtis. Fantastic. It's Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. How's your day, man? Hey, how are you doing? Super duper. Uh, I've been uh, running around town all day. Uh, do, you, do you find yourself running around, or are you mostly a homebody? You know, I, I find myself running around quite a bit, you know, uh, mostly in Nashville and stuff, but... Um, 
you know, the days off, every now and then I do like to sit around home and kind of relax a little bit, you know, but um, still in the process of songwriting and all that. And so I, I really guess you could say there really is never a day off. And so it's always work and it's always fun. And so when work is fun, then, you know, things, uh, things are pretty great. But yeah. Yeah, when work's fun, it feels like you're not working at all. All right. <laughs> well, you're on the What Makes You Famous podcast. This is Keys Dan, and you are Lance Curtis. Uh, give the people a little idea of who you are. Uh, so what I do is I'm a country music artist, and um, I've been going to Nashville for the last two years and playing music and doing rights and having meetings and stuff. So um, pretty much... When I was a year old, my grandpa had a classic country band, and, um, you know, I'd get up there with him and play music with him and, you know, just fell in love with it. And, you know, never really – I I was about eight when I learned how to start actually playing music and hearing music, but I always had the love for music. And so um, as I grew – as I grew, you know, and got older – developed the um the love for it and got got to where um i was hearing music and um playing music and just really grew with the music you know and so um but yeah we've been going to nashville for two years and it's it's been a ride i'll tell you it's been (laughs) really fun lance curtis one years old playing with your grandpa what are you doing man well what kind of playing are you doing as a one-year-old lad <laughs> i tell you what the best playing as a year old was tipping the hats to the ladies and uh you know just being up there trying to trying to look good you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a good accessory for a single dad is, is a baby <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> Nothing brings the ladies around. Okay, so uh, so you were a, a, a charm of of sorts, uh, making sure that the uh, that there was uh, eye candy for the for the uh, for the uh, the ladies to see, you know, because uh, they cannot resist a little baby. And, and were you a cute were you a cute baby? What would your mom say? You know, uh, you you know how all moms are. They they'd say that their ch- uh, child is the cutest, you know, and um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've seen pictures, you know, don't really remember that time, <laughs> but, uh, you didn't keep a diary from when you were born. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, at that time I was too worried about girls and guitars. I was playing. Now I've been talking to your mama a little bit, Je- Jennifer Karen, and, uh, she's the one that, that got us together to, to uh, do this little little interview, little chit chat, little idea of who Lance Curtis is, uh, you know, breakout star, trying to uh, you know trying to get his music out to the world. And, and I noticed that you have some accolades, and I might be jumping a little far ahead, but you know, I'll go back and forth. Uh, I'm noticing your header on your Facebook page. You're the 2018-19 uh, Young Artist of the Year nominee. Uh, that's got to be fantastic. Uh, how do you feel about that? You know, that's just a huge honor to be able to get them nominations and my fans to be able to nominate uh, me for that. It was just a huge honor and to 
be able to attend the awards for the last few years and be able to go back this year. I'm super excited about it. And uh, they do a good job over there. I'm just super happy to be a part of it. Now, I, I know that you say that you've been going to Nashville for the p- past uh, couple of years. Uh, are you out of uh, Batesville, Arkansas? I am. I'm still living in Batesville, and we travel back uh, every other week. And uh, it's getting to the point now where it's like every week. And so uh, we, we have a good time doing it. It's good family time, good fun. And, you know, I get to meet new people, and it, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not too far away from me. I apologize that, that we couldn't uh, get together. Hopefully in the near future, we can uh, get together and, and uh, lay down a, a podcast face to face because uh, those always seem to be the better ones. But uh, as time progresses and as you, you grow in your career, please don't forget the little people uh, such as myself uh, who are just getting to know the Lance Curtis. And, um, and, and do you have anybody else with you right now or? Because uh, I, I go ahead. I do. I actually have my drummer Lawson with me, and uh, I have my mom, mom slash ma- manager. You know, momager and stuff. <laughs> uh, she's, she's here with me as well. I like that. Uh, a, a band mom would be the or momager. Yeah, I've heard that term before. I definitely have heard that term. All right. Well, uh, perhaps uh, since you've introduced yourself a little bit, uh, they can introduce them, themselves and give a little little taste to the people of who they are and and, and what they're doing uh, and how they got here. And I guess we can we can go through the years. Usually uh, when I do these things, I don't really plan or structure them too well, but most of the time it's where you're from, where you are now, and then where you're heading. So uh, let's get with the Lawson Wayne. Uh, I, I know it should be ladies first, you know, uh, uh, Jennifer Karn, but I'm, I'm very excited to, to get to know the members of the band. And then the manager, you know, you got to, the manager is the one that, that helps you get the gigs, I'm sure. So Lawson Wayne, drummer, backbeat, and uh, backup vocalist as well for the band. And, and is the, the band's name is Lance Curtis? Yes, sir. It's a Lance Curtis band. and Fantastic. Um, Lawson Wayne, it's your turn to shine. Tell the people a little bit about you. Hey, how you doing? Well, um, let's see. I'm 14 years old right now. Wow. Yes, yeah, sir. I started playing with him about whenever I was 13, I'd say. 12, 13. And then, really, I didn't. I would just kind of, I always had stage rock. Now, you put me on the court anywhere, field, football field, baseball field, that was all calm. That was my game right there. But um, I always had stage fright playing music. So they started out, we started out, we'd be driving down the road or going anywhere, really. And they'd realize that, my parents, they would realize that. I was tapping on the car door, tapping on the leg, all my legs, on the table, anything. So they said, well, let's get him a cajon. So they got me a cajon, and a week later, I went to Nashville and well, played well, that. Well, wait, for those people, what is a cajon? I, I, I'm Cuban. I'm from Miami, so I know what a cajon is. But let the people know what a cajon is. So a cajon is basically like a little drum box, and it has some guitar strings running up the inside of it. And, like, the bottom of it will make, like, a deep bass sound, and the top will make that pop snare sound. So it's a it's a box. Do you sit on it? 
Yes, sir. It was that kind of a cajon. Okay, very yes, cool. Sir. All right, continue that. So that was the first instrument you were playing. Yes, sir. Super. Was I mean, besides you know drumming on the on the uh, school desk and and annoying the teacher to no end, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think every young lad goes through that at some point or another. Uh, so you're the backbeat. You got the cajon. Then what did you do? A week after that, we went to open up for Barrett Baber and Tuckerman. Wait a minute. So. Barrett Baber? <laughs> I, yes, he, he's a local boy made good. Wait a, yes, you, you get this cajon, and a week later, you're opening for a big name. What? I've talked to Barrick Baber. He's a good dude. I haven't hey, had him on the podcast yet, but I talked to him uh, when I was working at a sports station down in, in uh, Little Rock, and he, he happened to come on as a guest because he had a, a new record that came out uh, just a few years back. So what year was this? This was last year. Just last year. Yeah, and he must have been going strong on that record uh, promoting it. He, he was. He was uh, from what? I understood and stuff. He came from a show the night before and been uh, traveling all over the place. He's doing really good, and we're really proud of him. He just had that cut with Cody Johnson, and so uh, he's a good guy. And um, You know, we're super excited for him and his career and can't wait to see what the future holds for him. And But, yeah, he, he um, was going pretty hard at it back then. Very cool. All right, Lance Curtis, Lawson Wayne, we got a little idea of how you started. How did you get together and form a band? Uh, and then uh, you can go through the other people in your band if you have a, a, a solid lineup or if, if the two of you are the main main ingredients of the of the Lance Curtis band. Well, you know, he, uh, he, he mentioned earlier he was tapping in the car, you know, and mm -hmm. for, for a little bit we didn't really – it, it didn't really click you know and so uh we were sitting there we're like ah we well, be quiet you know <laughs> but um eventually yeah he is my brother and, uh, okay yeah <laughs> the lance curtis and the lawson wayne kind of threw me off a little bit but you're related <laughs> i get it <laughs> you've yes, known sir. each other your whole lives <laughs> yes, sir. yes sir now how Sorry. how old a man are you lance curtis I am 18. 18. So you're the big bro. You've been guiding Lawson Wayne uh, since an early time. Uh, was there any fighting involved when you were growing up? Uh, <laughs> Every now and then. Okay. And this is where Jennifer Curran comes in, uh, you know, because she, she's the one. Uh, my mom, whenever uh, my, my little brother and I used to fight, she'd say, take it outside. We go out in the yard and scrap it. Uh, Jennifer Curran, when, when Lance and Lawson are, are fighting as young people, uh, what was your cho uh, uh, method of choice? I always told them to stop it or I was going to spank their bottles. Well, <laughs> well played. Well but, played. But they were both first degree black belt. So they knew a little bit more of how to take care of each other. And that kind of scared this mama. Boys, I don't care how much black belt training. Uh, you could be uh, uh, Marines. You're never bigger than your mama. That's right. You will always <laughs> listen to mom. My mom could throw a shoe at me right now, and I would listen. And I'm much <laughs> bigger than she is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, we got the, the boys a little bit. Jennifer Karn, where do you come you in on this? Well, okay. So, give um, the people a little idea of who you are. Yes. I grew up with my dad. 
playing country music mm -hmm. my entire life out of Jonesboro. He was um, Bill Gage, and he had guitars and Cadillacs for a long time, and he also was Gage Country. Um, but anyway, he did country music all his life, and Lance, at a year old, said, um, we asked him, we said, what do you want for your birthday? And he said, I want a guitar. <laughs> Couldn't even hardly say it, but that's what he wanted. One so, years yeah, old. One year old. So I told my dad, and my dad said, well, I want to be the one to buy his first guitar. And I said, okay. So he bought him a guitar, and he every chance he got, he got up on the stage with my dad and you know, sang with him and performed with him. And whenever they would come down for a break, that was Lance's time. And he would get the microphone and he would play his guitar. And, you know, we thought he, he'll beat that guitar up and, you know, we, he, we won't be able to keep it long. And um, we just got him a cheap little Walmart guitar, first act guitar. Yes. Okay. That little cheap Walmart guitar is hanging in a, um, case on our wall to this day because it's in that good a condition Excellent. and he played it until he was about probably seven or eight and we finally decided okay well this kid is actually gonna like stick with this so we got him a fender and then what kind of a fender yes what he, kind of a fender like, stratocaster um, telecaster no just an acoustic fender you oh, know okay. just acoustic guitar and then we got him a little squire electric squire he thought he needed to look like his pawpaw and um but about age nine he started hearing music and for the longest you know people would say oh i want him to come and play with us and he really did look like he knew what he was doing on stage because he'd watch my dad and when my dad would move his hands lance would move his but he didn't know any keys whatsoever mm -hmm. and um so finally about nine years old he started hearing music and I was washing dishes one day and I started singing Amazing Grace and I was thinking, wait a minute, where is that noise coming from? And I went into his bedroom and he was sitting there picking it out on the guitar. Oh. And I said, how did you learn to do that? And he said, I don't know. And um, and then that was all it took. I mean, he from there, he just he started playing the piano by ear, the, uh, the guitar by ear. He's played all kinds of different um, instruments that he's never played before, just picks them up and starts playing them. And so I was just like, holy cow. Well, um, my dad, I'm going to fast forward lots of years. Please. My dad passed away a couple of years ago, and Lance still wanted to do music. And so um, at that time, I thought, well, you know, daddy's not here to help us anymore. It's going to be in my lap, and I've got to do everything I can to help him get what he's wanting. So my husband and I took him to an American Idol um, audition, his first one ever. What and was this? that was in, he was 16. It's been about three years ago, mm. two years ago. And um, anyway, after, well, I guess it was about two and a half years ago. Anyway, when we got through, um, he didn't make it through. He was one of the very first ones to go go through the line. And um, he didn't make it through, but he held his head high. He was okay. And mm -hmm. Steve and I, my husband, had said, you know, when he gets done, we're going to take him to Nashville and surprise him. <laughs> so when he got done, we left and drove two and a half hours to Nashville. 
we hit every door we could hit. I mean, we, we called anybody and everybody that we knew and just said, what do we do? We're here. What do we do? And, um, you know, part of it might have been just being stupid hillbillies. I don't know. But we didn't care where we went or who we talked to. And um, and it led into a lot more than just, you know, a, hey, let's take Lance to, you know, to Nashville. We ended up getting some really big uh, meetings. And those meetings turned into friendships that have helped us, you know, kind of mentored Lance and where he needs to go next and um, meeting people. And we've just followed our leads. And that's where, you know, how we've gotten to where we are today. And as far as the boys' names, mm-hmm. they do have the same daddy and the same mama. <laughs> okay, okay. They, uh, thanks for clarifying <laughs> that for the people. Uh, I mean, yes. I, 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 you know, it's an American family. If, if yes. it was any other way, that's fine. But yes, uh, how, they, um, how did they come up with their different names? Is it uh, stage names? Yes, they have stage names because our last name is so hard to um, spell. You know, I mean, it's easy to say, but whenever people, it's not spelled the way that it sounds at all. Sure. And so whenever he was on stage, Lance was on stage, he'd say, you know, look me up. I'm Lance Karn. Well, that didn't work out. So he started going by Lance Curtis. And then um, we branded him as Lance Curtis. Mm-hmm. Well, then at 13, when Lawson was 13, he decided, well, we, we knew he was really good at drums. And then he came along. So the last year he's been in the, in the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had to call him Lawson Wayne. That's his middle name. Uh, okay. So they're going by their middle names, Lance Curtis and Lawson Wayne. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, when I, I said I was going to be doing this uh, uh, this uh, podcast with you guys tonight, uh, I was talking to some of my friends, and they said, well, they sound real country. <laughs> I said, that's, that's some good, strong American names right there, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, thanks. But even Karn is great. I mean, you could have spelled it K-A-R-N or K-R-O-N or C-A-R-O-N just to make it a little easier for people phonetically because yes. that, that's the way I, I put it down in my phone so I remember it's Karn. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And we might – I mean, you never know how they're going to be actually branded once they um, – you know, make it, and if they do a duo, you know, if they become a duo brother set, they will rebrand them. But at the moment, that we just go by Lance Curtis because we had already branded Lance as oh, no. that. I think you stick with it, Mrs. Carn. I, I really do. Uh, Lance Curtis and Lawson Wayne, fantastic name. Lance Curtis Band is a, a great name for a band. It, it just gives personal personality to a band. It, it makes it personal. If you call it something else, it, it, it you could uh, trade members out here and there, but uh, Lance Curtis putting his name on it, it gives him uh, ownership of the band, and he's going to care about it more than anybody else in, in the whole wide world. And, That's right. Yeah. So, all right, Lance Curtis, through the years, you're a little, little one-year-old baby singing with your grandpa, and... What are you doing in school? Because I already know that Lawson Wayne, he's a jock. Uh, That man likes to be on a field or on a court. Uh, What are you doing uh, extracurricularly during your school years? Are are you good in school? Are you a good kid? Uh, Tell the truth because your mama's standing right there next to you. (laughs) You know, I was always a good kid in school. Uh, I'm graduated now, but when I was going, um, 
you know, I, I played football. I um, tried to be the best I could in class, do the best I could to get the best grades, you know, and uh, it was it was always um, a lot of fun back in school. I, you know, you hear when, when you're going through school, you're you're always like, man, I can't wait for this to be over, you know, but um <laughs> when it's finally over you're like oh crap <laughs> but um real world here <laughs> real world you know but I, i'm very blessed to get to do what i do and uh you know it's super fun and um i'm just super blessed i get to go play music because it's to me it's not work it's more it's more fun and if i get to do what I love and make a living at it, you know, and that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You're, you're living the dream, Lance Curtis. A lot of, a lot of kids think about being a, uh, in the, uh, in a band or, or playing music or being some kind of an entertainer, but they don't know that there's a lot of work to it. You got to learn stuff. And, uh, you know, from what your mom said, learning the guitar was pretty easy for you. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to show my jealousy, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm jealous. I got three guitars, and I can play maybe a, a couple of chords here and there. But playing by ear, I have a cousin, Timmy, that plays by ear. Fantastic. How, was this something that just came natural to you? Or you just picked up a guitar and plucked on it and heard sounds and were able to emulate those sounds that you heard on the radio or, you know, accompanying your mom while she's singing Amazing Grace? Was it easy or did you have lessons at all? You know, I, for the most part, I've taught myself and I, I honestly, truly believe that it's a God-given gift. And, um, you know, it, it was um, tough at first, you know, because you have to turn your uh, mind to learn it. You have to break the muscle memory and all that and uh break the barrier that holds you back but you know uh I, i've even taught lessons and what i get from a lot of people that i teach is man this hurts my fingers and stuff and i i understand that because i've been there and so um it it is something that came a little bit difficult and stuff at first but as you kept doing it and you have the passion for it, it gets easier over time. And so I, I'm not going to say it was easy right at first, you know, but I will say it did get easier. Can you read music? Uh, do you know core, uh, how to read sheet music? I do not know how to read a single note on sheet music. How about that? I, I can read the Nashville number system though. And, uh, if anyone for What's anyone that, that yeah. doesn't know what that is, um, it is a set of numbers that um, say say you're gonna play a song and stuff like Amazing Grace. You'll you'll put down your numbers. You have like one through eight, and so one saying you're in playing you're gonna play in the key of G. One's gonna be G. Two would be uh, uh, E, and then F, and you know it, it just goes on and on. So you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and on your number system, you're gonna have one representing G, uh, four representing four, and a five representing like the D or something. And so, um, it's it really comes uh, in handy for like songwriters and stuff like that. 
because what I run into a lot trying to find musicians is um, you say you do original music and not a lot of musicians can pick up on original music. And so if you can read these charts and stuff, it's super helpful. Lance, my young friend, you have taught me something brand new today. I've heard of tabs. I've heard of reading music, but I've never heard of the Nashville number system. How long has that been around? Do you know anything more about that? I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how long it's been around. I know they've been using it for a long time in Nashville. And um, I do know that two ladies created it. I just can't remember the year they created it in. And, um, but it is super helpful. And we'll have to sit down and I'll have to show you sometime. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's the, a lot of fun. the interweb is great. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, look that one up. And hopefully my listeners are looking it up as well. And they'll find, uh, they'll find out some new way of how to play. Uh, I mean, how to play guitar. Is it not just for guitar? Okay, uh, Nashville number system is a method of transcribing music by denoting the scale degree on which a chord is built. Sounds like a lot of jar uh, jargon, but uh, it was created uh, by Neil Matthews as a simplified system for the Jordanaires. And I know the Jordanaires played with Elvis. How about that? So That's awesome. I have learned something new. Thank you. Thank you, yes, Lance sir. Curtis. You never know what you're going to learn on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Lawson Wayne, teach me something new. I'm kidding. No pressure, man. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before the age of 13, were you playing anything? Uh, I mean, wh what were you doing as a young lad in school? And are, all are you also a good kid? And let me remind you, your mom is standing right there next to you. <laughs> well, I tried to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one out of two. <laughs> I I made all, I made all A's throughout all my school years and all the way up until homeschool wow. in seventh grade, and then that was just homeschool is honestly it's a little bit harder because you don't have anyone really there to teach you, and you just kind of have to read it and teach yourself. But, uh, okay, there's two different types of homeschool. One where one of the parents will stay home and teach you. But from what you're saying, you're doing the homeschool that you uh, take it upon yourself. It's like it's online homeschool, like homeschool. It's well. He does have instructions and teaching on it. Oh but no! Just, he it, has to read a lot about it. It takes a lot of discipline, and a, a kid in seventh grade uh, at that age really. Uh, you know, you have to be uh, a certain type of kid, a certain type of child it, with a certain type of caliber to uh, be, uh, you know, disciplined enough to teach yourself. And I know exactly. you, you probably have uh, tests that you, you have to do from time to time. Explain a little bit about this homeschooling. How are you schooling yourself there, Lawson Wayne? Well, um, let's see. I have a math class. World geography, English, and can you think of it? Science. It's been a long day. But, um, <laughs> now, whose idea was this to, to take you out of school? Did, or did you feel like, uh, I think I want to try this, Mom or and Dad? What what, what did they feel back, about it? It was actually the school's idea. They came up to us. <laughs> we don't need you around, Lawson Wayne. You're, you're distracting all the other kids. Go home, school. No, no. Tell, tell, tell the people a little bit. I'm, I'm playing. 
they came up to us and they were like, well, y'all know y'all are just missing too many days of school. And I mean, even if they were excused or anything like that, we're still just missing too many days. Oh, this uh, is because uh, of your trips to Nash- Nashville. Yeah, traveling to Nashville and all this music, playing gigs and everywhere else. So we decided to just finally go and be homeschooled. Wow. And been doing it for two years now, about two years. So, how's that been working out there, uh, Mama? It's working out pretty good. The first year was a struggle because this is not something that I ever wanted to do. Okay, and, um, are you are you having to take charge a little bit with the schooling part? Well, the first year, yes, I did more so than this year because this year it's more online. Mm. But um, you know, last year it wasn't, and it was a little bit nerve wracking, you know, because I, I wanted to make sure that he was learning, but I'm not a teacher. So I wasn't sure what they were learning at school compared to what he's learning in this book. And the system that we're using um, is Alpha and Omega. Mm. And so um, last year they did workbooks and we chose workbooks because when the school approached us to switch to homeschool, they actually wanted us to switch to an online program through them. Mm hmm. And we tried that for the first, um, it was just the first nine weeks and it did not work. We would be traveling to Nashville and we would get kicked out of the system and they would be right in the middle of a test. Mm. Well, then they would have to go back and totally retake that test. I'd have to call the school, ask them to reset it. And it was just a nightmare. And um, they weren't happy. Well, I wasn't happy. They couldn't keep up. It was it was really, really tough on us. And so we decided um, to go ahead and just take them completely out of school and try the Alpha and Omega. And that program, we did workbooks last year. So I had to, you know, grade everything, make sure that they were doing everything they needed to do. And um you know, and when it came to math, I had to hire a tutor because I never was good in math either. Mm. And so, you know, we face, we do face some challenges that, you know, that I, like I said, I never wanted to be my kid's teacher. (laughs) So this year I just decided that we would do online um, schooling and let him try that. And then, that has actually worked out really well, um, I think, for both of us because the program that we're using, the teaching is already on there. It grades it automatically. Um, you know, I mean, they they kind of control what he's learning, what he's not learning. So I know he's learning. I know he's getting what he needs, and he can move on into college. And I have called and asked college um colleges you know even at belmont Mm. in nashville lipscomb um you know some of the asu and some places around here razorback you know country and um Mm -hmm. fayetteville but i just wanted to make sure that you know if they were to be homeschooled are they going to be accepted into the colleges and what did they need in order to be accepted in colleges and um arkansas actually has a um, system, a new, it's like a program where it's called Education Alliance mm-hmm. out of Searcy. And if you're a homeschool student, you can enroll with them. And at the end of the year, you just, you go in and you tell them what the, um, your kids' grades were. 
And then when they are 12th graders, they get transcripts and a um, diploma, a high school diploma, and they get to go and they have a ceremony and they walk with all the other homeschool kids. And um, I mean, it, it was a really nice thing for Lance when he went through it. Um, Asa Hutchison signs off on your transcript and your um, <laughs> diploma. That's the governor, for those of you not familiar with Arkansas. Uh, people listening all over the world here. <laughs> okay. Yes, our governor signs off on it. So um, Lance does have a, a high school diploma from through the Arkansas State and then a trans, um, transcript as well. And how long was Lance homeschooled? Only one year. One year. Now, full disclosure, I have a 14-year-old been homeschooled uh, since uh, since she was old enough to get in school. She's never been to a public school. And she uses the, the sunlight uh, as far as I think it, mostly it's sunlight. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. The, the, I haven't heard of that one yet. Yeah, it's like a, a program. I think every every year it's probably a... It's less than a thousand bucks uh, per year to get all the books and and such and and let me tell you, her her mother didn't want to be a, a teacher either, but uh, she is excelling. She is excelling, and she doesn't know everything. But the the school books they teach you. So uh, if you're looking to, to homeschool your kids, it could be a a good uh, a good choice, especially if your ch- your children have other interests such as music. Uh, my daughter's in in dance uh four nights a w- or three or four nights a week and she takes about seven classes so she has extracurriculars and she she meets with other kids uh some people think that homeschool kids never see any other children you know uh, i know you only did it a few years but some of them that have been homeschooled their whole life they feel like oh you're not getting that interaction at at school there's other right. ways to interact with children, but that that one-on-one education, I I, I can't say enough about it. I, I think, I mean, what what do you feel, uh, Lance Curtis? You did it one year uh, when you got pulled out of public school and and started uh, training on your own. Uh, what how did you feel? What was the difference uh, either way? Uh, you know, um, of of course you're gonna miss the people that you've been around your entire life, you know, but. You know, I, I honestly liked it. I was able to, um, I was able to uh, go faster in my work and be able to, um, you know, be able to see where I'm at throughout the year. And so that was very good, and uh, I really enjoyed it. All because right. young homeschooling, he actually graduated a year early. Fantastic. See, and that's the other thing is is I think uh, a regular fourteen year old would probably be in sixth grade, and she's taking a lot of eighth grade classes, and then pretty soon she'll be uh, taking college classes. Uh, Lawson, you're going to be uh, taking this homeschool probably the next uh, three or, three or four years or so, and you've already been doing it two years, right? Now, yes, how, how do you feel getting out of of school, and and do you have time for friends and and playtime and interaction? It definitely was harder a little bit because I had a lot of friends that I talked to every single day and like just hung out with and all the time. But I still get to see them. I mean, I have my best friend. He lives right down the road from me. So I still get to go over there and see him hang out with all my other friends at games and stuff like that. So it's not too bad. All right. Uh, yeah, and you're a younger man. Do you do you play outside or are you on the video games? 
<laughs> Pretty much a little bit of both. I like to go outside and shoot basketball, like shoot hoops or throw the football, baseball, something like that. But also at the same time, you'll catch me a lot of nights just sitting in my room playing <laughs> like an Xbox. What's your game uh, of choice? Um, there's either NBA 2K 20 or Fortnite right now. <laughs> All right. I haven't gotten into Fortnite and three Xbox 360 is probably the only game system I don't have. I'm looking at a PS3, PS4, Wii, uh, a Wii U, a Switch, and I think there's like a, uh, uh, some kind of Nintendo knockoff that's got about 600 games on it. But, uh, okay, I haven't gotten the chance to play Fortnite, and I'm hearing that's such a, a fun game. What, what do you like about Fortnite? Um, really, I just like the energy and, like, not knowing really where anyone's at, and then all of a sudden. I like it that it's an online game. You're playing against real people. The skill levels are always different. And it, so you never know what type of person you're going to be going up against. And it's like they just started yesterday or they've been going at it for a year or two now. Wow, Lawson. See, and I was going to ask you about that interaction online. So, uh, you know, kids are getting a little interaction that way, too. You get to you get your playtime, you know, talking yes. to people online, probably from all over the world, right? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Man, I'm gonna butt in here and stuff. He's being humble. Uh, he's he's actually played with people who's played with like Ninja and stuff like that. Like the <laughs> yeah, Ninja, I know. Fortnite I know who Ninja players. is. <laughs> but, yeah, he's he's being humble. He's he's pretty good at the game. A lot better than I am. I'd, I'd say that fantastic man uh you may have a uh, some people some of these kids are, are making money uh playing these video games some of them get uh scholarships playing video games <laughs> is that that's something you see yourself doing there lawson oh i'm not i don't really know honestly <laughs> i just do it i just do it to talk to my friends and enjoy like having fun i just do it for fun really that's cool. Just get an idea of who you are and, and how you came to be, man. And, and, and you're growing into a, a, some good people uh, coming together and, and making music for the people. Now, I'm, I'm looking once again on the banner and Facebook. I, I am stalking some of your pictures, and you got some good family pictures. It looks like you're tight, uh, you know, as, as a family unit. Uh, you know, what, what do you like to do with your, your mom and dad? Uh, what, what kind of family trips are you doing or what kind of activities are you doing with your mom and dad? And, and either one can answer. <laughs> music. Going to Nashville. Always that's music. really, that's our family time. That's what we enjoy doing. Like each and every one of us, we want to be somewhere playing music and listening to music. And pretty much right now, it just kind of revolves around that. Well, I mean, uh, mom and dad are working. Uh, Jennifer, I, I see you. You have a job as a, a, a marketing consultant of some kind, and, and and the husband, I'm guessing, he's got a, a job outside. I mean, how, how often can you get let out of work? Because because most people got to work nine to five or so, <laughs> something around that time. Well, yes, God has been very fortunate. Or very, uh, we've been blessed very much. We've been fortunate. We've. My husband is actually a pastor at hmm. Providence Missionary Baptist Church in Mount Pleasant. And um, he's been there 12 years. 
and our church has been very loving and kind and understanding and um, has allowed us to, if we needed to, you know, be gone, they've allowed us to be gone with our kids, you know, because they understand that the kids need help right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's also a general contractor, mm-hmm. so he's able to make his own schedule, you know, and um, work around the boys' schedule. And my job, I can take it anywhere I want to. So <laughs> um, wherever I'm at, I can work. Well, and you, uh, so. you can brag a little bit about your job. Tell people uh, what you do with the marketing consultant if you if you want to go ahead. Well, and- yeah, um, I am. I, I actually work for a company called Syntex Solutions. They're out of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And what we do, um, you know, like when you walk into like a bigger chain restaurant like Chili's or um, Sonic or any of your bigger chains and it has the um, the little signs that say, you know, text Chili's to 57711 to sign up for our VIP rewards or whatever, or coupons. Well, that's what I sell. And, uh, uh, okay. So basically what, um, what my company did, uh, the larger chains, they go in and they get these in-house programs that cost three to 400,000 to get them going. Well, our company went in and did a million dollar program, um, you know, database and stuff. And then they made it affordable for all mom and pop businesses and smaller businesses and for the chains. So we are now picking up um, McDonald's. We've picked up them. Um, we picked up um, Chick-fil-A. Um, some of the bigger brands, we're, we're starting to pick them up as well because they realize they can go with us cheaper than they can build it themselves. Yeah. And so now we're just, we're, we're really there for all businesses and it doesn't matter. I'm not, you know, we don't have like, a, I don't have a territory that I have to work within. So if we're in Nashville, I'll go and talk to businesses there and, um, you know, try to sell there. And then if we're here, I'll do it here. And <laughs> I just kind of help where try to work wherever I can work right now. Are you just going cold to these businesses or is this something that you, you pre-plan? Hey, since I'm going to be in that area, let me look for some people that I can ch- chat with. Um, a little bit of both. I mean, wow. sometimes I just go in code. Sometimes, um, you know, I'll know like where we, we've been in Nashville so much that we've made friends with some business owners and stuff. And we just, um, partnered up with one of the businesses there, Belcourt Taps and, you know, Miss Rose from there. She, my boys call her mama Rose. <laughs> and, um, she takes good care of my boys and anyway um she signed up for this and she's she's a she's a lady that um is well respected in nashville she she's she's got a lot of businesses and she just now took over alley taps as well on printer's alley and so um you know we'll be talking to her about that pretty soon but but she she does really well and um and some places, you know, I just walk in and say, hey, I have something really great I want to offer to you. Can I talk to you? And we sit down and we talk and they most of the time, you know, it's, hey, this is very interesting. Um, let me, you know, let me talk it over with my business partner and we'll get back to you, you know. So um, then you get you get some of them. They're like, no, we're more of an intimate store and mm-hmm. we don't want to, you know, 
we don't want to do that with our customers. We don't want to have to, you know, send them text messages and bother them. And so, you know, you, you find a little bit of both and, um, but God is blessed and it's just, it's, it's been a way that we've been able to take our kids and do what we need to do. Because like Lance said, we are traveling. It was, it, we started off going there about every three months and then it started being about every two and then once a month and then it got to where it was every other week and we just came home friday and we're headed back tomorrow wow so uh, before we get off of that syntax it sounds like you're you're updating even the mom and pops you know because the kids do like the text you know they're they're always looking at their phones and they might as well be looking at their phones to get a coupon uh so they can get a discount a discount and yeah, I said coupon, like uh, like uh, Ron White says coupon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and it looks like that uh, cold calling thing is a running theme because earlier when you were saying that you go to Nashville and you were just cold talking to people, you didn't have one person that you knew in Nashville that, hey, we got to go talk to that guy or that girl. You, you didn't have one person? You just went I, to Nashville? Yeah, no, wait. We know one person in Nashville. Okay. Uh, Brent Baxter. Okay. He was he is a um songwriter mm. and he's from Arkansas and he wrote uh, Monday Morning Church for Alan Jackson with Aaron Enderlin. Wow. And so he actually played football with my husband. <laughs> yeah. And so we called him, we were like, Brent, we're in town, where should we go? And he gave us the name and said, you know, go Go to NSAI and talk to Bart. Tell him I sent you. So we did. And um, they're like, oh, well, we, he, you're not going to be able to get a meeting with Bart this week. He's just really busy. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's just probably no way. And I said, well, please just tell him that Brent Baxter sent me. And um, about a day and a half went by and we got a phone call and they said, can you be here on this date, this time? And I said, we sure can. Yes. So <laughs> we went and... um we landed that meeting and he fell in love with Lance and said, you know, Lance, you know, you're riding above your years. You know, you're really, um, you've really got something there, son, you know? And he said, um, he said, I, I like you. I want, I want to see you every time you come. And so we were like, awesome. You know, well, he ended up getting us tickets to the bluebird, um, cafe. And we went and watched the show and it was the legends of the bluebird. And it was, um, Oh my goodness! Can you remember everybody? <laughs> um, I should know their names, but I can't. I'm, I can see their faces, but I can't think of all their names. But one of them, he started telling um, the story of his song, and he said, "You know, this guy came in and said he heard me sing it, and he said, you know, I like that song, and if I ever become famous, I'm going to sing it.'" And he said, "Well, that song kind of went like this," and he broke out into the dance, mm-hmm. and he said, "Garth Brooks recorded that song." Mm-hmm. And so it was the singer that wrote the dance. I mean, That's the songwriter. Great. And um, so we got to meet him, and we've met several people. But um, but it was really neat. And then the next time we went, um, well, we also got a meeting that same week with a lady from BMI, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Um, she heard Lance, and she listened to him, and she said, um, she told me, she asked him, she said, Lance, how many songs have you written? And at this time, Lance, you know, he's like, you know, maybe 10. 
And um, she said, well, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because you may be another Taylor Swift. But <laughs> she said, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to listen to you. And let me just see what you got. And he said, all right. And she said, but normally I tell you to write a hundred songs, throw them in the trash and then come see me on your hundred of one. <laughs> yeah. And we were both looking at each other like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and um, so she turned around and Lance started singing her, singing her, his songs. And she turned back around. She said, let me tell you this. She said, you got something there. Mm. She said, I want you to start emailing me your songs. Well, that's probably the one thing, the one, you know, the, I guess that that's probably the one thing that I fell short doing mm -hmm. was sending her his songs. Um, but he was writing them constantly and I did not want to just, you know, bombard her with songs. And, um, so I didn't, I did not do that, but we, we do have, um, you know, we, we've been talking and we would love to go back and see her now that it's been three years and say, hey, listen to this song, you know. Yeah. But, uh, well, it but sounds like had, she might have wanted to been bar bombarded with songs. Well, I know. And I kind of regret with that decision. <laughs> on when I didn't, you know, it, it, it's been a learning process. And mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. it was one of our first times there. And it took a lot to learn what to do and a lot to learn what not to do, you know. And so uh, it's been a learning process and we've enjoyed the process you know but looking back on things uh I, my advice for any one that's wanting to start out and stuff when someone hands you a card and says send something you send it i agree yeah, <laughs> yeah always follow up and that's the biggest thing you know and a lot of people have even said oh don't talk to the stars if you see them you know don't don't talk to them well we just weren't a lot of people and so when we saw them we talked to them yeah and, uh, you know, at least say hi to them and, you know, hey, we love your music, you know, or whatever. And can you, you know, our boys are in country music and do you have any advice for us? You mm -hmm. know, what what can we do? And uh, the boys actually met Carrie Underwood. Okay. And yeah, we were out at a location and I won't give away that because she has some wild and crazy fans. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm one we of them. <laughs> <laughs> well we lo we love carrie underwood and um but sometimes it gets scary but anyway we um we were at this location and you know my husband had walked in walked right by her and she said hey and he said hi and he walked right on by and i walk in and as soon as i open the door i'm like oh my word there sits carrie underwood right and um so i'm kind of just like whoa and I told the boys, I said, Carrie Underwood's up there. And she, they're like, what? And she had her back to them. When she turned around, they're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we went outside, and she come out a little bit later with her. It was her and her little boy. Um, and she was she was nine months pregnant. Oh, how time. And so Lawson opened the door for her, and she walked out. And he said, um, she, she looked at him. She said, oh, what a gentleman. <laughs> And we still never said anything to her. And my husband walked out and I said, there's Carrie Underwood. And he goes, well, go talk to her. And I said, I don't know if I can talk to her. And, he said, and I said, I don't know. And I said, I, I was more, I wasn't like, oh, I can't talk to Carrie Underwood. But I was more of like, I don't want her to think I'm a stalker, you know. And um, 
anyway, so I walked around the corner and I was like, hey, Carrie, I, I do know who you are. And, um, you know, I just I wanted to say hi to you. My boys are in country music. And, man, I mean, we've watched you since the beginning. And mm. I just didn't know if you had any kind of advice for them. And, you know, we, we really look up to you. And so we got to talk. We talked for about 45 minutes. She was very, very nice. Well, the kids took it. I asked her, I said, Carrie, I can't be this close to you and not ask you for a picture. <laughs> and she said, sure, sure. So I took the picture. Well, I took it just from the upper chest and up because she was in her workout clothes. I mean, she wasn't dressed up for a picture. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I basically got, the, you know, her face. And, well, when we, Lance posted it, and within seconds, his phone, I mean, was going <laughs> haywire. <laughs> And I said, what in the world is wrong with your phone? And he was like, I don't know. All these fans of Carrie are like, like wanting to know where we saw her at and where can they come find her? And I was like, oh, Lance, don't answer any of that. Well, then the next thing we know, his fans are sending him um, images of he was on pop culture. Um, country Rebel. Yeah, Country Rebel. <laughs> All of these places were posting the picture in his post, what he said about her. All over Nashville's magazines and all, I mean, just everywhere. And um, we were like, oh, no, what have we done? No, this Luckily, was just a couple of days ago? No, this was, this was right. She was not much pregnant. She had... Um, what it's probably close to a year ago okay. yeah close yeah around christmas time last year somewhere around there she um that's back when she she had just done the cma awards and they she was talking about how she could have went into labor anytime wow well then she went six weeks without taking a picture or commenting or anything and so when he put that picture out and i didn't show if she was still pregnant they were asking, is she still pregnant? Has she had the baby? All this stuff. And we wouldn't answer any questions. You know, we just were staying silent. And um, and then that next Monday, that was on Thursday. And on that next Monday, she had her baby. And then she posted a picture of her and her baby. Aww. And um, so it, it was a really neat thing to get to meet her and talk to her. She's very, very nice. Yeah. And um, very warm heart. I mean, just very kind and they've met Chris Young out like that and mm. he was very, very nice and, you know, helpful and talked to him. Actually, he, um, he, you know, was invited to the show and to their show cause they were doing a show that night. And I mean, it, it, he was really good. It was nice. You, you find some people say, don't meet your, don't meet your heroes cause you'll be disappointed, but people are people. I find that more and more, especially That's- talking to, people all the time doing this podcast or even talking on the radio or just just having conversations with uh people from all walks of life it, nobody's better than anybody and and the ones that do think that they're better than anybody hey, you don't want to interact with them anyway that's right that's right <laughs> but uh, it sounds like you've had some good interaction with some some of your country uh heroes uh, and w- what has been uh, uh what have you gotten from from your from the country uh, legends that you've met so far has, how has it shaped you? Uh, let's uh, put that one to, uh, let's put that one to Lance first and then Lawson, uh, the people that you've met. Um, you know, uh, I, I do think that it's helped, helped me grow, you know, because, um, 
they give they give advice and stuff and they tell their story how they started and stuff like that and to hear their story to hear what they did what they went through you know they went through through the exact same stuff that we're going through and uh you know it's a it's a humbling experience and it really helps you grow it helps you learn and to be able to learn what they did and how how their journey led to where they're at and stuff and so it it gives you it definitely gives you um some confidence some uh it, it's it's a good feeling you know because you're like man i'm on the same path that they were they were once on and so yeah lawson have you met any drummers uh, in any of the bands or any any musicians that have given you tips on on how to be a better drummer or or anything <laughs> Well, actually, whenever we opened up for Barrett Baber back in Tuckerman mm-hmm. a year ago, he had a guy that was actually like a guitarist or something, but he used to play drums for Barrett. Mm. And that was, I mean, that was like I was playing an electric set of drums for maybe a week at that time. Oh, my. Yeah, because I, I was thinking you were playing the cajon the whole time. Yes, sir. I switched out. I played that for a week, and then I got a electric set. And played that for a week and opened up for him. And then I went. And, out, and then I that. went and played in front of a thousand people. I'm guessing. Yeah. What? That's crazy. You don't a know how. Do you hear yourself? Do you hear how insane yeah. that is? A week after that, I got a full acoustic set. So it wasn't actually a week. It was. It was. A, it, was it was close, but it was. It was like within a, a month. Kind of- it's insane. People yeah. study their whole lives, uh, music theory, uh, how to read music, which which you don't do. Eventually, I feel like you're going to need to learn how to re- read music. But I guess if you're writing your own songs, you don't need to read your own music because you're going to know your own songs. <laughs> All right, Lance Curtis, uh, Lawson Wayne, or La- which one is writing the music primarily, or are you both writing songs? Um, I I am. I am writing stuff. Uh, Lawson, he he puts the beats and stuff to it. You know, every now and then he'll correct a word. You know how little brothers are. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm the one writing, and I've been blessed to be able to write with some really good co-writers in Nashville and get to learn, you know, from a lot of people. And so, um, I, you know, every write's different. Everyone has a, their own style, and so to get to see what everyone's doing and get to learn from them. You know, when you write on your own, you bring back everything you learn and you kind of combine it all into your own experience, you know, and you, you might, you know, I was raised on classic country. So when I first started, I was all classic country, but going to Nashville, I'd go to rights with people that are, were raised on rock. And so there was rock roots that they rode about, you know, and so you kind of combine the classic country, the rock roots. Some people might write the pop and stuff. So all that comes together like a big spider web, and it really helps and stuff when you're writing on your own. It gives you new aspects on what's right about. Lance Curtis, what do you consider classic country? Name a few. So what? Na- name a few, Lance. What What do you consider classic country? Uh, I was. I, I'm real big on George Strait and uh, Alan Jackson and stuff, and you know, I, 
I really, really do love the music. I feel like they write about what they know. Um, that's, you know, I, I'm not big on saying this is country, that's country, you know. And so um, I believe that if you sing what is in your heart, then that's what makes you country. Just trying to get a beat on what classic country is to you, because you could have gone back to Hank Williams and Marty Robbins and and the like, you know, and even Roy Rogers, you know, singing his stuff. So, but uh, yeah, classic country. They, once it gets to a certain uh, age, over twenty years or so, becomes a classic. I I don't know why all the the stuff playing on classic country is stuff I used to listen to in high school. Oh yeah, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, so uh, Lawson, uh, same same for you. Uh, okay, you're. This is a standard I- interview question in three, two, one. What is the writing style that you have, Lawson? What what, what is your inspiration, if any? When you're, does Lance come to you with maybe a poem or some lyrics, and then you put the beat to it, and you help him work out kind of a, a kind of a tone i'm not a songwriter it's explain to the people uh, what is the songwriting technique for you guys um really lance he'll write the song and then he'll put the guitar to it mm. and then he'll come to me for the drums like the beat going with the guitar so i'll already have the guitar and what he wants in the song and then play along with that a lot right. of the time. So is the Lance Curtis band a two-man team? Is is that what you went to uh, to play for Barrett Baber, two-man? When we opened for Barrett, uh, we did have a band, but a good group of guys and stuff. We love them to death. Uh, we picked up a guy, a few guys from Arkansas here, and um, – we played a few shows together and stuff, but eventually went our separate ways, you know. And so now we have a Nashville band. Um, we play a lot of shows with them. We've been on the road uh, on tour and stuff for the last month and a half, really. We've kind of got off for Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. And so um, that's that's been good, you know, rest. Because we were at it for a solid about month and a half and we went to georgia alabama florida nashville a few times and so we really hit it hard and got to meet a lot of people go a lot of states and so it was a lot of fun you are uh, so far dude, ahead of the game my goodness you are a, a hard-working touring band at the age of uh, 14 and 18 my goodness and it so is it just the 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 two of you are the main core of it, and then you have, well, for lack of a better word, hired guns that, uh, you know, train musicians that they, I mean, they know how to play anything. And a lot of yeah, times sure. they're, they're studio musicians uh, that make so many albums, so many different uh, artists, and you'll never know that it was just that same group of musicians. And, and yeah, just sure. all they do really is to trade out the singers. So you do you have so the two of you are the Lance Curtis band the 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 blood the heart now I saw there there was a girl in the picture is that is she part of it as as well or any part of it 
Uh, you might be thinking, was she blonde or brown head? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I've passed that picture now. I thought maybe there was somebody else in the band, but it's just, the, it is the two well, of you. When we did start out, when we started out a few years ago, uh, mom would, um, she, she sings and she has a really good voice. So mom would kind of, you know, sing a few songs and, uh, but in the past we have had a backup singer and it was cassie craig she was actually like miss international for arkansas and so um she um had a lot going on with pageants and stuff like that and um you know we kind of went separate ways because she was in a pageant and she had a lot to balance between music and pageants and stuff and she's doing really good in pageants and so but yeah, we did have her as a backup singer for a little bit. She was super good, had a wonderful voice, and um, but for the most part, it's me and Lawson and stuff, the core, and we play a lot of duo shows together, you know, around Arkansas and stuff like that. And um, when we go out and play bigger venues and go on tour and stuff, we do take the band. That is great. So the two of you, all right. Now we've already gotten to now what you're doing now you're already touring what are you playing now you say you're doing a couple of some some acoustic sets uh where can people find you uh around town nowadays uh, in the batesville area uh, doing your thing locally and then we'll go globally (laughs) so locally where can they find you well we are uh we are booking right now for 2020 and so um as of right now, we've kind of hit all of our shows for 2019. Uh, we had a good good year last year. We mm-hmm. played a lot around Arkansas. We played at the um, Wolverton Mountain Music Festival, and that was a lot of fun. We, uh, um, Wolverton Mountain, I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but there was an old country song back in the day. It's called Wolverton Mountain. And um, last year, they had the first annual uh festival for that in kentucky on on the wolverton mountain and the kentucky headhunters came out and they were the headliners so we got to open up for them and that was a lot of fun but um we played oscar smokehouse and grill in batesville and we played at sobos and little rock that's pretty close to conway right mm-hmm. okay I, I, I suppose it would be. Um, I, I was just down in Little Rock uh, at the the Rev Room or just across the street talking to some fellows that played Saturday night. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm so excited yeah. to be talking to you. <laughs> and now, you, you're, are you doing any covers or are you doing those 10 songs that you, you have in your pocket that are, are they produced or, and are they available uh, for people to listen to? Uh, yeah, we... They they are all on all the major streaming stuff, so Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere where you buy your digital music, you can find our stuff. Our uh, album cover is Sounds Like Country. We've uh, been working very hard within the last few years, and we've written over, I'd say, maybe a few, about half a hundred or something oh my <laughs> no. how many have you gotten produced no, i meant about 150 songs yeah half, uh, half a hundred will be 50 i know math is hard we're homeschooled i get it 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we've, we've written a bunch of songs and, um, you know, just trying to expand our catalog and stuff. But when we play live shows, we do um, a, kind of a mixture between covers and originals and stuff. You know, a lot of places like to hear the covers. They right. like to have something they can sing along to. And when yeah. you put your originals in there if you have something that they think is a cover then that's when you got something that's a good feeling there and so but yeah we have all of our stuff on all the major streaming you can find it on youtube and all that stuff the boys can do shows anywhere from an hour to four hours yeah They've done that long of a show before. oh yeah and um and you know as far as booking because they're young they're limited to places that they can go and play, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because they can't get in to 21 and up and that kind of thing. And, and we don't want to be at bars, so we don't play at bars. Okay. Um, we play at restaurants that serve, but we don't want to go to just a bar. Yeah. I, I wondered uh-huh. about that. It, you know, being under 21, I'm sure they could still play in those places. Uh, you're just limiting that on your own personal reasons. Yes, yes, and and um, you know, I mean, it's worked out for us. We we actually talked to Nexus Coffee. Um, I talked to them today, and we're supposed to be finding out a date for tomorrow. Or tomorrow, we should have a date where we're going to be selling ticket um, tickets to come and see their show at Nexus Coffee in Little Rock. Wow. Um, when is that? So that it's a coffee shop that has a stage it's a really nice venue um no i'm saying do you have a date for that already or is that something you're talking about no they're supposed to call me today with it and she called and said that it would be tomorrow that the guy that um actually has the calendar and stuff is overseas and hey she couldn't get a hold of him today so So mama jennifer carn you're in charge of the booking Yes, I do. Right. I'm the one who does all the booking, all of his, um, all of their social media, their photography. The da- their dad is the one that runs all their sound equipment. It's a family affair. <laughs> That's great, fellas. You got you lucked out on the uh, music uh, um, uh, backing. Uh, you got your own roadies. You got your management already. And yeah that's fantastic man we're we're truly blessed yeah for sure you are so far ahead of the game uh, you know if, if you are going to make it you have so much so many people that are backing you up that love you that's fantastic that not a lot of people would do that there's some parents would be going music no 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 go go to school go go become a doctor lawyer you know uh yeah, go make some money uh you know doing it right no uh, but uh, it sounds like you're you're, you're heading the right direction. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, let the people know how, how to get a hold of you, how to find your songs. Where where do they go? Uh, well, let, let's give that one. Since I haven't heard Lawson speak so much, uh, Lawson, give us all the social media, baby. All right. Well, you can go to the website. It's LanceCurtisMusic.com, and that's where we'll be posting a lot. Oh. I think it's .org. Well, it's LanceCurtis.org. Yeah. Because I, when I first did it, 
I thought that would be okay, but then I got to realize that, no, that's not okay. So I actually have a LanceCurtisMusic.com that will lead you to the LanceCurtis.org. Okay, okay. That's what I, I that's what I came across was the LanceCurtis.org. It's still on your Facebook as LanceCurtis.org, so if you want to change the URL, uh, I'd encourage oh, you to do right. that. Oh, that's right. It is. Thank yeah. you. No problem. We're here to serve. We're here to help each other. And, and it's it's good that you've met up with all these great bands and you've had good interaction. That makes me feel good, you know that that people don't get too big for their britches, you know. And they 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 remember where they came from, and I hope you remember that you came from Batesville, Arkansas, wherever you head on this fine planet of ours. And hey, you might be playing music on the moon sometime. That's possible. <laughs> you know? Did they? Did the boys tell you about their um, producer that they're working with right now? Tell us. that now. Yeah, this is the perfect time for that, is to tell yeah, us so, where you are right now and, and where you're heading. Yeah, so we were playing a show at Belcourt Taps in Nashville, and uh, uh, guys and stuff that I've known for a while but really didn't know who he was. <laughs> That's a long story right there, but mm-hmm. uh, he came up and stuff, and he's like, man, I love your sound. I love what you're doing. I want to I wanna kind of look into you. you have anything where I can listen, you know? And so I gave him a CD, you know, and uh, he it, it took a few days, but he called. He said, man, I want to meet up, and uh, I want to talk about some things. And so I said, all right. So we met up, and uh, we sat down and had a very good two-hour discussion and um, come to find out. This guy, his name is Joe Jorgensen, and uh, he used to tour with Nickelback back in the day as a rock band. His name was Angel Fall. The rock band's name. Yeah, the rock band's name was Angel's Fall, and um, they were very big back in the day. They were on several record labels like Sony and I think RCL and uh, RCA and a few few others, you know, and so... um, but anyways no i knew joe, that name sounded familiar mm-hmm. yes sir yeah they anyways joe um he was torn and stuff and he eventually got sick and stuff and um it was a disease that took a little bit to cure and um he he ended he, up with crohn's disease hmm. yeah it's it's very sad and stuff to hear but he was out for a little bit. He decided that if he ever did get better, he was going to move from L.A. to Nashville. And so um, he eventually got better and moved to Nashville and started his career over there as a country artist. And he is doing very good. He uh, has all of his stuff on YouTube and all that. You can check it out. It's Joe Jorgensen. And um, his song is Turn Me Into Water. And um, if you haven't heard it already, I recommend going to listen to it because it's that give a song. But anyways, uh, me and him started working together. And what we're kind of doing is right now we're in a writing stage where we're writing, say, 10 to 12 songs. And then we're going to record these songs and stuff and put them on EP and um, get extended play where we can take to the record labels and stuff like that and say, here's what we got. Let us know what you think, you know? And so, uh, it's very, very exciting. We have a lot of stuff that we're working on for 2020 and just can't wait to share it with y'all. Excellent, man. Excellent. 
That is fantastic. Uh, talking to Lance Curtis and Lawson Wayne and Mama, Mama, Momager, uh, Momager. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Karn. Man, I, I've had a, a good time ch- chatting with you. Now, now we got a little idea of who you are, Lance Curtis Music, and it's the Lance Curtis Band. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Look for them everywhere. It, now you say you have the Facebook. I've already found that, and and you have the regular website. Uh, it doesn't have your all your social media coming off of there. At least I can't find it so well. But uh, do you have the the Instagram? You know, because all the kids want to be out there, and the Twitter. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're we're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the Instagram is Lance Curtis Music. You can find it. Um, on there and also Lawson Wayne you can find his page on there and uh you'll find some of the best drum pictures on his page and some of the places we've been on the Lance Curtis page and so um and where we're going to be next and so if you're wanting to come out to a show or something go to our website and go to our Facebook and Instagram and stuff and click follow and all that and uh we'll keep you posted where we're going to be Absolutely. LanceCurtis.org is the, is the spot to find all the, uh, I, I, I'm looking at all the past shows. My goodness, you are working. You're working hard. I appreciate it. <laughs> were you, you were going to say something, Jennifer? No, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Okay. Well, um, I guess there's a last words for the people as we cl- wrap this up. I mean, uh, I think we got an idea of who you are. <laughs> Very exciting. I hope to look I look forward to speaking to you in the future as time progresses as the shows go on. Uh, you've you, yes, sir. Yeah, you've brushed with greatness and you're you're heading that way. You're you're going to become great. And uh yeah, no, <laughs> just don't don't forget us little people down here. You know? uh, no, don't, I don't really appreciate you for Having, having us on the show and stuff, and um, also would look forward to uh, speaking with you again in the future and maybe sometime meeting live, and so uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Hey, Key Dan. Yes. There is one thing I would like to say, and, you know, just kind of explain something that some people may not understand, but, you know, when you see artists and they're constantly putting out, you know, hey, like my page, like this, like that, share this, share that the record labels now are looking to see who has the biggest fan followers and they look on social medias. So whenever a artist is putting stuff like that out, if you like that artist, I know it takes up five, 10 minutes of your time sometimes on voting and, you know, surveys that you have to fill out for these artists, but it really, really helps them in boosting their career. And so, um, you know, if y'all, if if the listeners out there, you know, could go and check out Lance and Loss's um, pages, like their pages, share their stuff when they see videos. It doesn't take a second to hit a share button. You know, share the share their videos, share it with your friends, ask them to share it. Uh, Lance is Lance and Lawson both are nominees or has um, the nominees are open for the Arkansas CMAs right now, and um. There's about eight categories that Lance could qualify in. And so they're listed on his Facebook page. Um, and then Lawson for Drummer of the Year. And so there, the nominations are open under the ArkansasCMA.org. Um, and, you know, we appreciate if whoever would go in and, 
you know, give nominate the boys for those categories. Um, the first round is all by nominations, but the more nominations you get, that secures your top five. And so you have to have multiple nominations to get into the top five. And then the top five, you have to vote on those top five. So it's a two-step process. But, um, you know, the boys would appreciate your votes if or the nominations if y'all don't mind to go and do that for them. And you can find that on his Facebook page, on Lance Curtis' Facebook page. Thank you so much, Jennifer Carr, for bringing that up. And that's the the wave of the future. It used to be record sales. Now it's how many likes do you have on your on your Instagram? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's how. Well, that's one way, one small way that you could support an artist. And you're on Spotify, so that's another way that you could support an artist. Is put put their their songs on your Spotify playlist as many times as it plays. Hey, maybe they'll make a penny or two each time it plays, and that, that adds up. And, and you know, the the thing I hear most from music artists is how do you support the artists? Listen to their music. That's how you do That's it. That's right. That's, That's right. right. And, you know, we at, in Nashville, we, uh, the people that you get to know over there, the number one thing you do is support each other because, you know, that's the best way to help them grow. That's the best way for if, they were to make it and stuff you know that you had a part of helping them do that so and it's a good understanding over there you know everyone wants to help each other and so it's a good place to be and a lot of good country people over there yeah yeah and one song for a independent artist just one song to get it uh, mastered and recorded it could cost up to five thousand dollars a song Mm. and so and then when people buy it for a dollar you know, so, yeah, we need, you know, we need all the listeners that we can get because, you know, these, it does, it's not cheap to record them. I agree. And that, where, where did you get all these songs mastered? Now, you say you have 10 that are, that are out there and, and mastered and in that are able to be uh, bought, downloaded and listened to. Uh, where, where did you get those recorded and mastered? Uh, we recorded uh, off the road records in Franklin, Tennessee, with PT Houston. Mm. He uh, was a big studio producer back in the day. He uh, recorded a lot of the stuff you hear on the country radio from the '90s, and so his mixer, his mixer in his studio, was actually the mixer that the Grand Ole Opry used for over 15 years, and so um, he is very. Uh, fortunate to get that stuff. I mean, all the greats went through it, like Hag and Waylon and all them uh, mm. people from the 60s and up and stuff. They were ran through that mixer. And so he has a very nice studio and a bunch of good musicians who do a good job. And he he knows what he's doing. So I definitely recommend him. Lance's fiddler player is the one who played Seminole Wind. Oh, that's fantastic. John Anderson. Yes. My goodness. What's that? His name is Grandpa Joe Spivey, and uh, he's a good guy. That's cool. I tell you what, he wears overalls everywhere he goes. (laughs) Just like Grandpa from Hee Haw. I like that. I like that a lot. That's right. (laughs) Now, when you go and get stuff mastered, do you just bring him a demo, or what do you bring him? to, to uh are, are you recording in that studio uh, a lot of times we do record in the studio um 
beforehand, you know, we'll send voice memos or right. a demo or anything, you know, over to them just so they can get the idea of what the song sounds like and all that, you know. But we do record, uh, we record in the studio, and you know, the process is so fun because especially when you get a full band in there and stuff and yeah. you're recording a full band session it's so fun just to watch the magic happen you know is everybody playing together or playing their own instrument one at a time it, it's so cool because everyone's playing together it's just like you're at a live show and stuff and it's so so cool and stuff to see the chemistry and all the magic happen and stuff and um there's just nothing like it. But what's even cooler yeah. is we walk in and they, they've never heard these songs before because they're Lance's originals. Right. And they'll say, okay, we're going to chart this out. And the producer has heard it, so he'll push play. And these musicians will sit there and chart it out and say, okay, got it. And then they'll walk in there, listen to it one time, and lay down the track. Yeah, you say chart it out. He, uh, Lance doesn't know how to write music. How, how is he getting... The, the music into these people's hands. And Nashville music system or number system. The number oh. system. Yes, sir. Magic, man. It's magic. You're, you're good. <laughs> you've you've mastered this Nashville number system, and obviously these musicians, these uh, hired guns, and know how to play it, man. That's great. All right. I, I appreciate it. Oh. it. It is something that's used quite a bit over there, and it's very uh helpful well like i said you taught me something new i looked it up and there it is right it's got its own wikipedia page and so that's nashville number system another way to learn how to play guitar uh not just uh learning notes and or learning how to read music or, or learning tabs uh, a lot of the musicians i've talked to especially the the guitarist gone on youtube grabbed a tab book or something and and learn how to play using tabs. You'd be surprised at how many how many working musicians don't know how to read music. It's not unheard of. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, Jennifer Karn. Any last words for the people? Just if you're out there and you're listening and you're interested in finding out more about these boys, go on to their um, website, LanceCurtisMusic.com. Their Instagrams, YouTube, Facebook, and um, all of their face or their Snapchats. Um, just follow them. If you are looking to hire bands, um, we do have acoustic act between the two boys. They can go and do up to a three-hour show just by themselves, or we can have a full band. So it just depends on you know what you're willing to pay and <laughs> what you want to hear. Anywhere between. Uh an hour or four hour shows you know and so just depending on what the venue an hour <laughs> four hour we got a marathon no uh lawson wayne last words for the people oh i just want to say thank y'all to everyone that listens to our music and supports it and really that i mean we'll just continue to keep trucking along playing shows and having fun Lance Curtis, since your name's on the marquee, you get the last words of the show. Last words for the people. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for having us, and I look forward to being on the show again. 
you can find us once again on all of our uh, Instagram and social media stuff, or you could buy the music off the major streaming. And we look forward to seeing you, all of y'all on the road. And so uh, can't wait for what 2020 has in store. There you have it, party people, the Lance Curtis Band, Lance Curtis, Lawson Wayne, and their momager, Jennifer Karn. Yeah, I see nothing but big things happening for them. They're already getting to know the right people and learning from the right people and learning that people are people, no matter how big they are. My goodness, they're, they're meeting their heroes. They're meeting country greats, people that have already made it big, and they're able to uh, gain some knowledge, glean from them uh, something to help them on their career. And that's the way it should be. Once you learn a thing you should teach the thing don't keep the thing all to yourself i know some people think and i know i used to think when i was younger when i was in my my 20s when i was first learning things i should keep keep it all to myself because uh, i felt like well maybe that that'll make me more valuable more important because they don't know how to do this thing but no now that i'm older wiser deeper in debt uh, teach the thing <laughs> whatever knowledge i have i'll impart to anybody people come to me all the time at dj shows and they say uh hey how, how do you how do you work this stuff and i'll give them a quick synopsis i mean of course while i'm at a show it's hard to do but if anybody wanted me to come over and and teach them something i'll be happy to do it no problem no problem and and uh these kids they're learning uh, they're learning how to hone their craft from the greats they're going to nashville if they're trying to play country music hey where are you gonna go nashville yeah that'd be the spot and they're taking trips there constantly they just came back they're heading back tomorrow and from batesville to nashville it's not a short jaunt that's like it's like three or four it's uh, more, probably more than four hours i haven't map quested it that's coming off the top of my head i know from conway arkansas it's about six hours and batesville is a good two hours away from here but it's north and 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 east so geography hard and they're homeschooling themselves hey i encourage you <laughs> if you have the means if you have the time homeschool your kids they, they get that one-on-one -on -one training uh, you know it's uh it's helped my daughter I, i'm i'm so happy that she is homeschooled she is the smartest kid uh, and and it's no, in no small part to that one-on-one -on -one training that she's getting from her mama and that's a great thing a beautiful thing uh, so uh, and it also gives you the opportunity to have your schedule flexible enough to do other things you know for my daughter it's dance for these kids it's music it's and uh, and they're taking their music they've already they're already touring musicians at 14 and 18 years old touring musicians they've gone all over the south and the southeast to florida oh my goodness to georgia and and be and all points in between so they're working they're working hard to make their dream a reality and i encourage you to do so as well ah such a good talk such a good conversation make sure you support your local artist by going to a show or at least by listening to their music on spotify that gets them a couple pennies you know 
every every song play put them on your on your spotify playlist and, and if you if you have the means hey buy a song on apple on itunes or amazon either one wherever you get your music so yeah do that all right i've had a good time chit-chatting with the fellas and the mama and uh it's time for me to close this show up that's it for this edition of what makes you famous if you want to tell your story yeah i'm talking to you yeah you give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com that's it for this edition of what makes you famous it's keys dan radio what.com dj little peace i'm out of here if you like what you hear follow what makes you famous social media use the hashtag what makes you famous follow on facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keysdan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some words to live by believe in miracles a public service message from radio what.com the music you want hey guys this is shelly g she said, what? Well, you are going to have to listen to the countdown to hear what I say. And make sure to keep listening to Radio What for more information and trivia. She said, what? What?